0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. If you want to grab a copy of the People Processes book, it's on Amazon and the bookseller near you, like Barnes and Noble and Books a Million. It has a 100 day roadmap on how to turn your people into your competitive advantage. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com where you'll receive a special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. Today we're going to be talking about why you should consider timekeeping for your salaried employees, so let's dive right in. The 40-hour workweek came about in 1938 as a result of the Fair Labor Standards Act, the FLSA, which also established that hourly workers had to be paid a minimum wage and overtime hourly workers are required to use timekeeping systems to track their hours, whereas in many organizations, full-time employees, uh, full-time salaried employees, don't track their time at all. Is that the right choice? Should full-time salaried employees use a timekeeping system? There's an argument to be made that timekeeping is critical for every employee, even those exempt from the FLSA law. To illustrate this point, let's look at an example. Imagine a small nonprofit organization that does community outreach support for women. Because nearly everyone in the organization is salaried, they're technically FLSA exempt. As a result, staff initially didn't clock in and out at all. Most of the staff in this nonprofit were paid the same, but Lisa, one of our uh, example employees here, felt as though she constantly picked up the slack for her coworkers. She felt she continually came in early, did more, worked evenings from home to pick up the slack. The bosses knew Lisa was a good employee, but they had no way to verify whether or not she was covering for other people until they implemented a timekeeping system. When the organization required everyone to track their hours, even the salaried folks, they were able to see that Lisa truly was doing more than her fair share. Tracking your employees' hours, even if they're FLSA exempt, provides information that allows you to judge whether an employee is pulling their own weight or are overworked. Um, Now, one of the key parts of this is tracking that overworked employee. Timekeeping addresses the need to make the employee or systems more efficient. If the employee is overworked, perhaps the position should be split between two people. If an employee is doing great work but is putting in 60 or 70 hours a week to get it done, without a timekeeping system in place, you may not notice, or at least be able to prove, how overworked she is until she leaves your organization. Timekeeping provides insight into labor costs for hourly employees, but work production related to time for salaried employees. In an HR role, this information allows you to determine if you need to add staff or if a particular employee needs to take some time off. Often, (coughs) excuse me, often it's the HR team members themselves who could benefit from this type of insight into their work routines. HR staff, I know this, are usually overwhelmed with work. They care deeply about the company and work far too many hours in stressful, deadline-driven environments. Since they're often FLSA-exempt, their long hours aren't, obvious, aren't always obvious to the executives. Attempting to keep that pace up can eventually breed resentment and unrest. So <clears throat> it's a very good idea to have your people salaried clock in and out. Another case is the underworked employee. It's just as possible to find an underworked employee as it is to find an overworked one. If one of your employees earns a salary but comes in late, takes long lunches, and leaves early, that's actionable information you want to know about. Even if you don't care about hours as long as they get their job done, timekeeping reveals his job is one that can be done quickly. This information is useful when determining the employee's compensation and advertising for future positions. It also lets you know if you have multiple people in that same position and this person's doing a great job, don't punish them uh, and lower their pay or anything, but figure out how you can have the other employees work as efficiently as this person. Timekeeping can also be useful to identify trends in your market or organization, which is another helpful bit of information related to forecasting and future planning. If your organization has a huge amount of workflow in and around December and January, without timekeeping in place, you may have trouble quantifying this trend and just think that you're working all day, every day, forever, which can be what it feels like. However, if you utilize that timekeeping system, you can understand and plan for the time and labor commitment you'll need to handle future busy seasons. And again, this applies to the salary people. It was really important to be able to set reasonable expectations uh, when you hire or when you let people know what next year's gonna be like. Now there are some downsides here company-wide timekeeping may not be exactly popular convincing everyone to clock in and out is a hard sell but it sets a really strong example employees working hourly often wonder if the salary personnel put in as many hours as they do it can be difficult for managers to enforce timekeeping when they don't do it themselves because it shows the time spent by each employee tracking hours in the upper rank is an effective way to boost morale and transparency implementing this practice in a company is no easy task in tenured organizations staff have likely been salaried for years and work all hours of the day and night any kind of timekeeping system you put into place needs to be flexible enough to handle a variety of situations a step that requires patience and understanding it may have been 20 years since a staff member has ever le- ever physically clocked in and out so you'll likely get some pushback when it comes time for implementation However, if the the policy is company-wide, that is, from the CEO down, employers are more likely to understand the change is about unifying HR systems for long-term company benefit, not about catching them doing something wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rami Alijil, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it was a, a bit of interesting information for you. Have a wonderful day. Reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Go out there and get your work done.